Hey everybody, and welcome to Geek Freaks. Today, uh, I am talking with Jonathan. Hey, hey, yo. And Squeaks. Squeaks. And I am Frank, and we're trying some video stuff out. So, if you're watching this on YouTube, we have this cool video up in a word, <laughs> and if it's just our logo, then we need new cameras. Head over to our Patreon. Right. <laughs> and so, um, by the way, oh, I need you guys to check out, we have the new shirt ready to be put out of me nice i need you guys because i got the i got the picture and i'm like yeah this looks really good but i think too good it's a young tony stark I, i'm excited <laughs> too good it really does and i'm like mm, i'm uh i don't think so you don't want to put the others to shame I, well i want to i want to see what you guys think because you guys can be non-biased and be like yeah, yeah no you need a little more double chin or something like that you know mm. the truth of it and then we could be honest about things because to me he looks too damn sexy <laughs> i don't want to sell out of shirts i like it. so We'll confirm by that. Once that's done, then we're going to start our uh, T-shirt cannon club on Patreon where we're giving away a shirt for a donation, something like that. Nice. Basically, it's the same thing through Redbubble, but you're on our Patreon where we put out articles and crap like that. Okay. We're going to start things off with reading some reviews. We've gotten a lot of really good reviews lately. We love our fans and stuff like that. So uh, we'll dig into those. Um, we have, we're going to go over five of them. But before we get into that, what are you guys playing? Squeaks. Mm. Oh, I just beat Bioshock 1 remastered. Oh, Finally beat it. Such a yeah. good game. Really so <laughs> I think I'm going to go to Nier Automata um, and then go back to Bioshock 2. Okay. I, man, Bioshock 2? Did you all play that one? Yeah. That was... I don't remember. That's the one I don't remember the most. So I was like, maybe I didn't the beat little, this one. The, was it Big Sisters? The Big Sister, yeah. So no, the Big Daddy is, a, you know, the big yeah. mech suit robot. The the little... The Big Sister is like mm. a... It's like in the... What's that? I can't explain it. It's a modified Left 4 Dead. You remember Left 4 Dead? How you would walk up on yeah. the yeah. Love that game. the yeah. I can't remember there banshees or something like that. Mm -hmm. Banshees, yeah. Oh, God, and they would just right. scream and like race at you. Well, they're like a like that kind of like a. Man, I'm starting to really think maybe I didn't play number scary. two. You probably did. I remember yeah, I was yeah. so excited for number two. I went out and bought the game, but I, I was like deathly ill. Yeah. <laughs> and so I laid in bed and Jonathan played it for me, so I could just mm -hmm. watch the story happen. And so I'm sitting there like zoning in and out. I remember very well. I ended up drifting off to sleep. Wake up, he's fighting a big daddy, and I'm like trying to pay attention. Then go out, and then you made sure I was awake to see the finale. Mm. <laughs> it was oh man, was what good. a great right. game! Number one to me is the best. Number three, well, really good too. Really, Bioshock yeah. Infinite to me is amazing. Yeah. Now you played Bioshock Infinite. Oh right? man, that was my favorite one. Right. Yeah, that, that uh, game. Just is that so ending good. too gets mm -hmm. me too. Or... Why is there not more Bioshocks? We get a shit ton of Assassin's Creed. Let's get yeah. some Bioshocks out there. Man. What's up with 2K though? What do you mean? Because they made it. What, what have they been doing? No, oh, I don't know. Probably, I don't have no clue. Yeah. Mm. Huh. Now that it's Infinite, make. I guess uh, Borderlands Three. Make an online Bioshock where you can build your own. What a waste. Whatever they're on. I mean, I, I'd much rather have a Bioshock than a Borderlands. Uh, is that new one horrible? Or what's the review? I just on don't it? know. I'd rather have a Bioshock than a Borderlands. Yeah. Is what I'm saying. I, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I don't know if it's yeah. good or bad. I saw the trailer and I was like, this looks like the same as every other one. So yeah, I, I think care. they didn't really upgrade the graphics yeah. much. Mm. All right, what have you been playing? Uh, just Skyrim. Skyrim. I'm still slowly going through it. By the way, uh -huh. I need that video again because my computer pooped on me. Dang. Okay. And with that. Your video, so I need to I need to make more, anyways. Uh, yeah, it's a pretty awesome game. I don't play it very often because I'm. I want to get like a huge set of your videos and then create a bunch of small videos out of them because yeah. I know it'll be you know it'll go like. Lately, what I've been doing is trying to binge um, uh, Discovery. Uh, yes, but I, it's just I'm so slow. Oh, but yeah. I just barely finished the first season mm. this morning, uh, but it's mm. such a freaking good. It's a roller coaster. Season two yeah. is like. Yeah. Yeah, perfection. I wanted I wanted us to talk about the Star Trek convention, but not a lot of like actual news came out of it. Yeah, but they had one panel that was uh, the new Captain Pike. You're going to be introduced to in a bit once you start watching season two. Yeah, and um, Captain 
Loka or Luca, whatever, from season one, the one that yeah, no, spoiler alert, but he was the main captain in the beginning. Yeah, man, that shit's so good though. Oh, they're I, gonna have him as what do you? No, they just had a, a panel with those two together. Oh, Lorca, okay, okay, okay. Lorca, Arc, thank you. That's what it is. I was sitting there thinking, like, that's not right. But yeah. yeah, there's a spinoff coming up. So we have Lower Decks as a cartoon spinoff coming up. Mm-hmm. The one of the many spinoffs they have coming up, everybody wants the Pike one, but they don't have that yet. Is there is gonna be a spinoff with the Empress? Oh yeah, from the Mirror Universe. From the Terran. Uh, Are you serious? Dude? I just Terran. don't. I don't like her as an actress. I don't. Oh, I like God. her in Crazy Rich Asians. I love her as an actress. I love her as a captain. I love her. Really? No, oh, she's she's oh, one of my favorite man. characters. Anytime saying, they bring her in, I'm like, what the yes. heck? So oh, would the spinoff take like place her. in the Terran Empire? In no, other... it would be her. Watch season two. Okay, yeah, I don't want to spoil anything. What she's doing in season two? Is she a lot? Is she in season two quite a bit? Um, oh, I thought you watched season two already. I'm on like episode. Five, I think one episode yeah five, she's pretty big in season two. Oh, damn I hope she dies she mm-hmm. doesn't die <laughs> oh it, it, it's kind of perfect though what they do yeah. there uh, yeah that's what the I end of discovery season two opens up like another 10 seasons of discovery mm-hmm. it okay. changes everything mm-hmm. it, it really lays things down well so yeah do that nice. um i'm kind of i've been playing i've been doing the freebie games so yeah. oh yeah we should mention that we have a couple of youtube videos that we've been working on we have freebie games every week we release a video about the free games that are coming from epic we're going to start peppering in some steam games as well and we started this week our first Retro Rewind, where Squeaks and I will be playing classic games going back and forth. Yeah. I think what we need to do is like challenge each other to a game. So I'm like, hmm. I'll just say for an example, like you have to play Street Fighter 2 for the SNES, and then like you play it and record a video of you trying it out, and then vice versa. I'm not sure. We'll talk about that okay. later on. Okay. But anyways, I did Simpsons Arcade Game, which yes. freaking classic. classic. Yeah. Dang. All right. Uh, that's what we've been playing. Let's go ahead and get into these awesome reviews. Okay. First up from... Daryl Leaked 88 uh, for the Freaks. Geek Freaks uh, blends news and information, wrap up with nerdy pop culture. It excels over other shows with the host being uh, knowledgeable, engaging, and easy to listen to. Which I want to say, she's probably talking about me. (laughs) Uh, Okay, next is from KT and Odie. Are you you not entertained? Well, my reading is excellent, right? (laughs) Um, If you're looking for a podcast that provide a weekly entertainment roundup with a geeky twist, uh, look no further, further, dear reader. I particularly enjoy their SDCC, San Diego Comic-Con wrap-up. That was a good episode we did. Except for we had it kept hitting the table. I don't know if you noticed that or not. No, I didn't. I did when I was editing. (laughs) (laughs) Boy, I tell you, what's really doing well is our Area 51 episode. Yeah. That got like triple the numbers of everything else we've done. Wow. So we might... It's a hot topic. uh, I mean, so who's going to be our our mole in in the breach then? Who's, yeah, who's going to be running? Oh, okay. No, just get Daniel on there. <laughs> oh, my God. Daniel will be there and be like, um, Come I don't on know, right now, guys. I don't want to, like, hurt anybody. Can we, we just watch Naruto? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to Naruto walk. Is that okay? <laughs> he'll just be like. No, I think if everybody's talking about the Naruto run, yeah. he's going to be super stoked. He'll have his little uh, bandana or whatever that, it is. But actually, going up against the Air Force, I think he'd be afraid to do that. <laughs> yeah. He would much more, like, bring them subway or something like that. He wouldn't want to actually fight anybody. Uh, by ODPH607. Uh, Check it out. Uh, great content for the geek fans. The hosts keep you entertained. Hosts, plural, keep you entertained for uh, from start to finish. Hit download already. And then another one from Lawrence Watson23. Actually, we do know Lawrence Watson from 23. Yeah, he does the unpaid programming podcast. Check that out, guys. Hmm. Uh, great stuff. I enjoyed the listen, uh, listening to the show. Next up from Zredrome. Zredrome. Well, that's a cool name. Uh, loving the vibe. I keep finding myself nodding along. You guys are great. 
So thank you guys so much for the reviews. Hit us up with those five stars. We really appreciate it. Pretty sure we we're will... going to get a lot more reviews pretty soon talking about how sexy we are once we release these videos. Oh, oh God. Wow. That'd be cool. I'm noticing how much shine I've got on my head. That's not sweat. That's apparently this light that's hating me. <laughs> so I need a makeup lady. So hit us up with them Patreon. I'm going to hire me now. Uh, where I had to hide my baldness too. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I was thinking that when I saw myself. I was like, mm, So in this episode, we're going to be going over some nerd news like we normally do. Uh, we're going to be doing a review for the boys. We're going to be doing a scary stories to tell in the dark review. Yes. Okay. And then we're going to close Modern Life review with Squeaks and Frank. Uh, but let's go ahead and dig into that news real quick. We're talking first off about PodCoin. It's a new app. Have you guys heard about this app? Mm-hmm. No. No, no. Okay. If you're a podcast addict like myself and you listen to podcasts all day, I do like four hours of podcast a day. And what this is, it's a new app that really has helped us out on the podcaster end, uh, where you can listen to a podcast, and for every 10 minutes of podcast you listen to, it gives you one point. And then after three days of doing this, it'll give you two points for every 10 minutes, right? These points, once you get, I mean, it's, the numbers are real rough when you think about it, but once you get to a certain point, you can turn the points into Amazon gift cards or donate them to charities, which is what we've been doing, well, what I've been doing, um, but yeah, you can, so, and then on the podcaster end, so when we first like say like, oh yeah, that's my podcast. Once we establish it's our podcast, we become featured and then we're worth double points. So then, you know, it drives engagement and stuff like that. Hmm. Uh, you have leaderboards on your donations, on your watching or listening and you know how much your podcast is being listened to. It's really cool app. So if you guys are checking out, if you guys are on like a third party platform already, Stitch or something like that, give PodCoin a chance. I've been using them a lot. I'm kind of debating about switching back to because I've just I've gotten used to the pod, the Apple podcast app, mm-hmm. you know. So it's hard for me to like go to a new one. I'm such a homebody. But this new app is cool. I like how it's giving you a reason to try out new apps to always kind of because you always at least want to do your streak, which is just 10 minutes of a podcast each day. And uh, you can follow people on there, too. So like I'm following a bunch of our fellow podcasters and just people that I've come across on the app. It's pretty neat. And, uh, and you could be a little bit more engaging and stuff like that. And you might as well, like the thing I've been donating to all my points to is you buy dog food for homeless dogs or whatever, Mm -hmm. which is like, dude, that's such a cool thing. And they actually show you like one point's worth 20 calories of dog food or for starving children too, which I know I probably should be for the children, but they got a cute dog on there. (laughs) And then it's like one point for a cup of rice. Mm -hmm. So it's pretty cool. So check that out guys. Podcoin. It's kind of neat. It's been helping us out a lot. It sounds like a really smart, uh, marketing technique it's really smart and people are like okay where's the money coming into this thing i was, I was well, literally just thinking that like how are they paying for all this normally they would food? be paying for ads right so instead yeah. of paying for ads they're luring you slightly with the well the promotional funding <clears throat> once the podcast app gets big mm-hmm. then you can buy for exposure as so when we when you so when you see there's a podcast out there, so we go to geek freaks and we're like hey that's our podcast then i go i talk to the guy on the email thing and then we get a code by the way use code geek freaks for an extra 350 coins or 150 mm. coins whatever um i don't remember what it is <laughs> <That's good. laughs> um but anyways uh, and then we get two weeks of these like double points so then it's, we have it's a bigger incentive to listen to us right gotcha. yeah in the future you can pay to be featured yeah and then so like say like five bucks whatever oh yeah i want to be featured for the next couple weeks mm. and then all of a sudden we're, we're on the front of the page and we're a lot more visible yeah you could see like if if we know so like for an example when we go to blizzcon that's that's always our biggest episode of the year is when we go to blizzcon and we do the three-parter when we do that this year, if this, this app is up and running and do that part, I'm like, well, it's probably a good idea to feature us because we know this is our best content. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's kind of one of those things. You could actually really kind of take advantage of it to, sh- to spread your content out there. 
Mm. But yeah, I thought, you know. Yeah. And if you're going to be listening to, to a podcast anyways, might as well get a little perk, even like you're saying, just to be able to choose what donation you want to give that little bit to. I think that's really, there's a ton of different donations you can do. Yeah. There's a lot of them, environmental and all kinds of stuff out there. It's really cool. Uh, I think the actual podcast app itself needs a little bit more work. Yeah. You know, but they're still new. So, yeah. you know. That's cool. Um, but yeah, something to check out there. So uh, next up, let's talk about the Resident Evil show coming to Netflix. No casting yet, but we have gotten set photos. Have you seen, you've seen the set photos? Oh, I yeah, just seen the poster. Them. Yeah, I just seen the poster with There's, the front of the door. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, even off of that, you kind of get the vibe. What do you think of Netflix taking over a Resident Evil show? What do you What do you think that's? Uh, I think it'd be fun. I think they do. They'll do a good job. Yeah. Um, I think from looking at the first picture, we're going to see probably a retelling of the first game. Yeah. Right. So that's kind of eh, whatever. I would I, rather well, I see adventure great. out. Oh, I think I'd rather see adventure out. Okay. Um, but not like the movies. The movies. Uh, uh, Nothing the first couple like movies that. I really liked. You didn't like yeah. those movies? I like the, the first one was fine with me. The second um, one. Which yeah. one's the one with the, the menace? The Nemesis. Second one. Is that the second one? That one's all right. That one's all right. Anything after that, I don't care about. I don't know. <laughs> you, don't, you don't like that one? I think no, I just like no, the villain No, I liked it, but I'm much. not sure if it's number two. Oh, okay. I think it's like number four or whatever where they're Whichever like, one. Yeah. you know, fighting on a landing, you know, landing a plane on the top of the skyscraper and stuff. Yeah, what was it? I think that was like number four. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Netflix usually does a pretty decent job with their shows. Um I think it'd be okay. Yeah, I think it's good. But it's too soon to even say all we have is a poster. So, yeah. yeah. The thing I really liked about it was from the images that we've seen, we have two more that are basically shots of the mansion. Mm -hmm. uh, the dark tone and like that, kind of like an evil version of Adam Family almost in that sense. I think they're going to be going for a uh, very gothic feel, you know, yeah. to where it's very foreboding. Mm -hmm. The house itself will be part of the villain, you know, so you're yeah. actually like... Because it's the thing about the game is the zombies themselves are frightening. But the, your movement, your mm -hmm. limited ammo, your, uh, you know, what's around this corner, what's in that, that is part of the fear. And the movies didn't capture that. Zoom, movies just kept throwing zombies at you for the most part. Yeah. The first movie had, a, you know, was kind of cool, but I think it went below too fast. Mm. I think they got in, they weren't in the mansion for mm. hardly any of it. I want more mansion stuff. Yeah. This one looks like it is just going to be the full on Resident Evil 1 mansion yeah. scene. It'd be cool if like the, the final shot of the, of the first season would be like, discovery that oh wait there's a laboratory over here or something like that to yeah. show like there is a bottom the raccoon city nest whatever mm. that's called i don't know yeah. the acorn i think you might be right <laughs> yeah. yeah i think so yeah mm. all right so that's been pretty cool all right starting november 12th you'll be able to combine hulu disney plus and espn for like i think it was like 12 bucks yeah what an insane deal how Smart. is this how that's is this crazy. happening like i don't they, they got competition they're all getting wise like, if we don't band together and that provides something, mean, Disney, yeah. I'm sure, is heading this too. Well, Disney owns the other two. Oh, okay. they own Hulu. Well, yeah, because so Hulu was created with ABC, which is Disney, NBC, which was Universal Studios, and Fox mm -hmm. coming together to create their own streaming service to be able to put their yeah, regular. Well, now they bought Fox, so they own two thirds of it. So now Universal made a deal to where okay, you guys can get the rest of Hulu uh, then. And then you have ESPN Plus, which Disney. So it's Disney Hulu, which is owned by Disney, right? And ESPN and is owned by Disney. So what's the other one? Disney Plus. Disney Plus, well, yeah, it's all Disney. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the only deal they needed to make was with Universal. That, yeah, that was so they have they've had Hulu now they have Hulu. Oh, okay. So now this will give them this will be one cool package to have everything. I wish there was a way to do it with Spotify too because Spotify and Hulu have been together. So I'm sure there will be a moment where you can do that. Yeah. My big thing is I want Hulu to be ad free. We'll have to see because right now I have that Spotify plan. Oh, uh, you think they're only giving us the ads. price of it with ads? Because we'll I pay for see. ad free and it's eleven ninety nine. So worth it too. Yeah. Oh, for sure. So I bet it'll be like twelve bucks for with ads, maybe fifteen without. 
Man, that's just a crazy deal. It's a yeah, hell yeah. This will this will hurt Netflix more oh, than yeah. anything so far. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And Netflix is already under attack, so yeah, yeah they are. We had a good it's talk about that last week. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Hulu, Disney, and ESPN. I want now. Do you guys have? Do you have ESPN Plus at all? I do. Does it air live games? It does. Um, so it'll air live games and they'll air uh, games that you won't normally see. So some soccer games that are okay. even in the local area. So we'll get like the Sacramento Republic, which oh, nice. I don't care too much about those. But you do get some um, some UFC fights, some MLS games, which I don't watch too much of the U.S. soccer. Um, but it does come in handy. So sometimes I'll watch my English uh, team play here and there on ESPN+. Plus. Um, but it's only four ninety nine, I think is what I'm paying for it. So it's really not yeah, a big not deal bad. to... Yeah. Like oh, if I get a couple games a month, then I'll, it's it's worth it for me. Sports wise, I, too, yeah. I really only watch football, right? But mm-hmm. I, I want to get into hockey and I want to get into soccer. I watch soccer once it's World Cup or or Olympics, but I want to get into it like get a good team. I kind of mm-hmm. you know I don't know. Master, Manchester United is the only one I kind of pay attention to a little yeah, bit. Fuck those guys or <laughs> Real Madrid, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like the the Yankees or the Cowboys, the two biggest teams yeah, you can think yeah. of, right? So if I had access to a streaming service that gave those, I would totally be picking a team and well, sticking with them. I'll say the English Premier League, which is one of the obviously bigger leagues and more competitive, is always is usually always on TV. Oh, is it okay? Um, if I had to watch my team play on ESPN Plus, it's usually in like a different tournament that they're in. Um, so you get those type of games too. I see. So for four ninety nine, I think it's well worth it because sometimes I, okay. So for as much as Yankees is on TV, it's sometimes on ESPN Plus. So it's like vice versa. I got rid of my cable, so yeah. I get. I feel like I don't. I'm not missing much on TV because I'll get it eventually somewhere. On yeah. ESPN Plus, so yeah, there was the uh, women's soccer. I don't, you know, I got rid of cable and all that too, and so I actually watched a uh, a Twitch, a guy on Twitch narrating what was going on in the game. <laughs> it was very good, actually. He did a very uh, good job. But that's you know, that's the world you live in. Sometimes when you don't yeah. cable box, sometimes you just got to go with a dude explaining it on classic radio. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It did a great job. I was playing video games and listening to him, and the guy was very insightful. He's you know, one of a young young kid, but. Did a good job. <laughs> as long as it comes in pretty good. That's all you need. Yeah, it was good. He even he even had like the screen where it showed just a part of the screen that showed the score. So uh, yeah, okay. he did a good job. Hmm. You guys should do that for uh some of your favorite streamers during or during um uh, E3 and stuff like that. Yeah. Like when they're doing, you know, playing big games WoW or League of Legends or something like that. Yeah. Just sit there instead yeah. of airing the actual game, be the narrator and saying, Oh, he just cast yeah. a this Could and that. Definitely actually do that. do that during BlizzCon because it's all tournaments Dang. all day long. There you Dang. go. Just, Overwatch. That's a good idea. <laughs> John's on top of his game over here. I don't know nothing about video games that much, but you know, business. I'll make us some money. Oh. All right. Uh next up, uh Andy Circus. He's gonna be directing Venom oh, 2. Oh man. I have directing some hope what? in it now. Venom 2. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. So uh you guys may know Andy Circus from Golem and yep. you know yeah. he's, he's the bad guy in Black Panther and stuff Caesar. like that. Caesar. Caesar cool. and yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Planet of the Apes. Uh so what do you guys think this means for Venom 2? Is it a good sign? What, do you, what is he going to bring to the table that maybe it hasn't been brought before? Definitely a better sign than what it was with Venom 1. Yeah. So it has it's already better just by hearing his name a part yeah. of it now. So. Um, I know uh, Marvel is working with Venom on... feels like he's anti-hero, but he's still like, oh, he's really good and deep down inside. Like, mm-hmm. no, I want to see him tear some shit up as a villain. Yeah. You know? So hopefully they go that route. Yeah. It'd be nice, but we'll see. I don't know. I like a more grounded version of Venom, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, just straight up Venom. Like, why are we yeah. pussyfooting around? Yeah, yeah. You know? But I think that's always been kind of Venom's character, too, that he isn't necessarily intentionally bad. It's just in his nature to be bad. So he doesn't, 
he he he's yeah. kind of a victim of who he is. He can't control himself, but that's it's you know his nature. Yeah, I, don't know. I want to see him kill Spider Man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, at least try to. And then you know it's we're so far away from it, but this whole like planet symbiote planet thing. Have you been reading about that in the comics? Uh, in the Venom comics, or yeah. um, I saw oh, that he had a couple issues. Comics? Yeah, where there's like there's like this. Oh God, I'm gonna sound like an idiot because I don't know what I'm talking about. But like there's the sword that um, this one like symbiote god had that. Uh, it's like the Godbreaker sword and shit. It's such a crazy story. It mm-hmm. makes a symbiote. It's like insanely cooler. I'll have to go over yeah. and, and get back. So you to actually it. enjoy it? Though? Yeah, I just got tidbits and, and and I was just like, this changes the game. Like this is everything. Mm-hmm. Venom just got way cooler. All the little because awesome, I didn't. I don't care for the Ospreys except for Carnage. Um, mm-hmm. But now all of those are way cooler. Everything mm-hmm. was cooler because of this because okay. they were okay. like ancient beings and all kinds oh, wow. of shit from a planet and like. They were working together to imprison their god and stuff. It's this whole crazy thing. Oh, wow. It gave their species depth to actually yeah. care about it. Way more. And like you could see like like where their the hatred of their sound is sound is from when he was forging the sword and uh, was why they mm. hate sound. It was like this whole thing. It's like really cool. Yeah. Hopefully they don't kill like uh you're saying given death like um aliens, the Prometheus two. Which what was that number two? Prometheus, yeah, just Prometheus. Yeah, but what was the second one after that? I don't know. Alien aliens. Um, yeah, but there was a there was a, another one after Prometheus oh, I don't that was in that one. kind of world still. Oh, okay. So they went back and you saw like all the alien human race with the alien attacking. Okay. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> stupid right now. I forgot which one that was called. But it's the <laughs> one where after Prometheus. Like that? I think so. Okay. But anyway, I've so heard so that there's a video game that's called something like that too. <laughs> um, We're pros, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but. I didn't like the backstory on the aliens with the other people living on the planet. Uh, I thought that was uh, dumb. Okay, yeah. So hopefully it's not. I like the alien uh, versus predator story where they just like use them to hunt and they just throw them on a planet and like, oh yeah, populate so we can attack you guys. Yeah, I'm down with that. Yeah. I'm down to see those two fight. Like that one. So. <laughs> always, yeah. Next up, Home Alone, Cheaper by the Dozen, Night at the Museum, and Diary of a Whippy Kid are all getting reboots. Really? Yeah. Oh, I don't God. care about Diary It'll be on Disney, kid, Disney Plus. Uh, this is part of the whole getting Fox's IPs and stuff like that. Now they fully own a lot of these. Um, there will be no theatrical re- releases. They're going to go straight to Disney Plus. Hmm. Which one was cheaper by the dozen? I can't That's remember. That's the, well, the newest version is the one with like Steve Martin. Remember like, oh, you have seven kids and I have, let's do the math on this, five kids. Five kids. <laughs> <laughs> we get married style. and boom, 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 boom. Now we have a whole family. Who's seven kids? Ashton Kutcher. Yeah, I think Ashton Kutcher uh, was one of them. Yeah. You must live in a town with no fire station. Don't drop them off. No, I'm just kidding. That's messed up. Don't drop your kids off in the first I'm just saying, 17th birthday. Like, let's go for a ride. Okay. Oh, man. But yeah, so what do you think about these these getting rebooted? Yeah, I mean, shoot. Reboots have been hot so far. I haven't seen too many that were bad. So, And it's just going to go straight to Disney Plus and not be on, you know, the in theaters. So I like like when Disney used to really knock out those made for TV movies like uh, Lucky the Irish and Brink and stuff like that. Those were classics. So, Johnny Tsunami. Yeah. Johnny we look like, forward to like the Friday. Was it Friday night when they released or Friday they released? Something like that. Yeah. I remember some, but I'd always remember looking forward to the new movie that'd be yeah. coming out that What's week. It in, in Raps or Wrap Up, the one of the Mummy or something um, like that. The guy that plays Patrick Under Wraps. Under, Under Wraps. wraps. Yeah. 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 Oh, goddamn. <laughs> so uh, many of them. They're good. They're just like cheap, quick stamp out, but kids loving them. Xenon, the, the what was that? Warriors? Space. No, yeah. this, no, that was Xenon. Oh, uh, Girl from the 21st Century. That one. Yeah. Anyways, Xenon, God. Yeah, Xenon, I think. So I wonder if that's what the whole these things are going to be fitting in, and they're like going to be less I, expensive movies. It sounds like it. I mean, why would they go directly, you know, not be in theaters? Yeah. If they could make money in theaters, they would, but 
they already have plenty of content filling those there, spots. Uh, yeah, and Disney Plus. I mean, they we really got Mandalorian, and we got a lot of content going yeah. to Disney Plus. It's gonna be great. All uh, MCU stuff. So Diary of the Wimpy Kid seems like I haven't watched it. Brody, you know, the nephew reads those books. It seems like it's pretty new to be rebooted already. That that was just came out like what four or five years. Because they had a couple but of movies too. Yeah, there's yeah, like four movies out oh, for that. Wow. But it's under new owners, so they're probably like, hey, that's a cool story, cool script. Your movie was junk, but we're going to redo it and make yeah. it worth money. Wow, it's probably maybe. their perspective <laughs> as Disney. Yeah. I mean, they just bought the story. They didn't yeah. care what was released about it before. I can see Cheaper by the Dozen being done. Home Alone, I almost wish they would do like a sequel to it instead. Yeah. Right? Because but a sequel won't be as good. If you just start over and say, hey, you know, we're not trying to, you know, attach to this. We're just going to start over. I think it'll it can be... Hmm. Better because it's a whole new generation now that you're airing it for. Speaking of being a whole new generation, what if Macaulay Culkin's the dead? Mm, he's nice yeah, and all, but let's keep him off TV, to, uh, yeah. <laughs> dude. I just watched him on Good News Good Morning, and it was like, This is awkward. That guy is strung right the fuck up. Yeah, yeah, it's, a, it's a trip. And then, like, he yeah. did you see his post after this got announced? The Home Alone, mm-hmm. you guys got to see on Twitter. He posts what it's really, it's like something like the real life, what it'd be like if it was, you know, whatever. Yeah. Nowadays, and it's him with like in his underwear and a shirt that's not cold, and like he's just on a laptop, like zoned out. Yeah. And it was like, this is really what it'd be like if he was home alone and whatever. And the guy, he's trying to start his own internet company that, like, oh, his own website that does like funny articles and stuff like that, like a college humor or a crack.com. Yeah. He's trying to start one of those. Yeah. Sure. Bunny Years is what it's called. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just don't trust him <laughs> to make good stuff. Yeah. He's hiring a lot of good writers. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, you're all being headed by Macaulay Culkin, though, at some point, which he's trying yeah. to call himself Mac now. Mac. Yeah. Just, okay. Dude, if you want any money, just stick with the name McCoy Culkin. Yeah. Yeah. Just call yourself Home Alone. I mean, yeah. Get to the chase. <laughs> the, the one that I'm upset about them re- rebooting is not at the museum. Because I, I love those movies. Yeah, that's weird that they, they did were, that. They were okay. I mean, I wasn't in love with them. I think I think it'd be interesting to see it done again. Yeah. The whole, I mean, Robin Williams. I easy, see. easy way to mm-hmm. redo it. Imagine, I mean, oh, very similar characters too. Imagine if Jack Black was the guy in the museum. I love Jack Black. Yeah, <laughs> It'd be hilarious. Envy yeah. those guys are side by side and been still, but they're very similar, you know, comedy it, style. Who in history could Jack Black? Do you want him to be the guard, or do you want him to be like somebody in history? No, he'd be the guard. Yes, he'd be perfect. the main character. Yeah, dude. Right, so who? Yeah, who would play Robin Williams? And yeah, that's. Uh, right, so what about that. this though? What if they do different a different museum? Like, yeah, does it have it, to be the all with. Yeah, no, because they've done that. They've done it within the the trilogy. Is it's moved to like the London Museum and stuff mm. like that. So they've had that where it travels along. Mm. So they could just have it. Yeah, move to a whole new place. Because then, yeah. Oh yeah, those tablets. Or the tablet, yeah, the tablet of yeah. Raj or whatever mm. the heck. Those are yeah. good. I like those movies. <laughs> I know the fanboy movies or whatever. And hey, you got to be Edge Lord and stuff. But mm. man, it's so That'd good. Funny. Now I want it. Jack Black's YouTube channel is like my new favorite YouTube channel. Yeah, watch a couple you, oh man, it's just funny watching. It's just neat to watch because right now they're on tour with Tenacious D, mm-hmm. and so it's just yeah. neat to see like behind the scenes and stuff like that. And he's just a funny guy. He always has to, he always has to drop a deuce before he goes out and performs. And like this last episode, twice he's like, "I need to find a place." And they said you can't take a dump in here, so they got him a porta potty yeah. and stuff like that. And then he's like, "Yeah, <laughs> got a dunk." So anyway, it's it's just wonderful to to watch that. You guys check it out. Okay. Nice. Next up, Death Stranding. Squeaks, I'm looking to you on this one. Death Stranding is oh, not going to be a PS4 exclusive. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's new to me. Dang. Now, not Xbox, <laughs> but it will be coming to PC. So it's just PS4 PC? Yeah. Oh, okay. But to me, like, that's like, yeah, okay, then I'm, I'll play it. I was going to play it with PS4. Yeah. 
And a lot of PCs are way stronger than PS4s are right now. So. Yeah. I wonder if that's why they're doing it, just for the looks of it. Because when you look at it, you're like, damn, this is beautiful. What does it take to run this thing? Yeah, which means it'll definitely be on the PS5 then if they're able to upgrade the looks for Oh, man. Because I was just talking to someone about a PS5 because we are thinking Last of Us 2 will probably be pushed back until a PS5. It'll Maybe probably strap up. Like, they, they did that with Grand Theft Auto. It strap up both. Yeah. Um, dang, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, to me, that takes, that takes a lot of the sting off of it. Be, or... That was like a big selling point to PlayStation was its Death Stranding, the hype behind it and everything like that. Yeah. And then for it and Norman's Marine, you know, for it to be now available on PC. That's a lot of sales loss. Just that for is. the PS4. For the yeah, po- that's yeah. huge. Dang. That's huge. Because that's one of their, that's going to be one of their big games, especially if they make it with uh, Kojima. Mm-hmm. Now he's going to do all his games on PS4. Well, apparently not. Now it's on PC. So I think a lot of money not for Sony now. That's crazy. Yeah, and I think it's going to open it up even more so to DLCs because I think PC is open to more DLCs than than uh, console gamers are personally. Hmm. I don't know. What do you think about that? Do you, do you see there's coming a lot of DC DLCs in this thing for this game? I don't. I don't know. Could, could uh, Kojima has he done a lot of DLCs? Not yet, but it was. I don't money. think of it. But yeah, true. Yeah, money. Nowadays, um, it's all about you know DLC. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't. I'm gonna stay no with the DLCs still. Okay. I don't think he's going to make that much for him. Um, I think we'll just get the game and that's what it is. Okay. Kind of crazy to say that nowadays. But I, it is kind of crazy. That. With that. that was big news when Star Wars announced that they're going to do that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And so it's, it is kind of crazy to say that, but I mean, I think he, I think he wants everyone to experience the same story. So it's like, if you sell these DLCs, then some people might not experience that than the others. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. I'll have to see. All right. Uh, last piece. Yeah. <laughs> last piece. Uh, David Benioff and D- uh, Dan Weiss, these are uh, Dan and Dave that did Game of Thrones. They just signed a multi-year film and TV contract with Netflix. Uh, they were Netflix was bidding on them with a- uh, Disney and uh, Amazon. Both wanted to try to get these guys. It's going to cost two hundred million dollars. Netflix is going to have them just start Holy pumping stuff shit. out. That's tight. Yeah. Damn, two hundred million. Just to just to keep them on retainer, like hey, whatever we want you guys to work. They're on. just gonna start making movies and TV shows. God. We haven't seen them make a movie yet. Yeah. But they could make TV shows. Is there anything off the top of your head, fiction wise, that you'd want to see made into something for Netflix with these two guys helming or at the helm? Hmm. Hmm. I'm gonna it, say. It, it, oh, go ahead. Saga. Yeah, that'd be this awesome. Oh like uh, yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. I'm thinking this would probably cause a lot of grief and a lot of people would hate it, but some people would totally love it. Redo Harry Potter. Wow, yeah, a lot more people hating that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, saying, I'm, I'm keeping a core right now. <laughs> <laughs> just start over. Just throw that shit away. I would like to see a different uh, story, though, because I hate this uh, yeah. um, Fantastic Beast one. I haven't mm-hmm. seen any of them yet. God, They're just man, not missing me. out. No, man, I hate them. And I buy them because I buy all the Harry Potter movies, but I'm like, yeah. fuck, why It'd be cool to, to use the same yeah. world, but show a more adult story. Like, yeah. don't focus on the kids, but isn't it the bad That's what Fantastic Beasts is trying to do, but it's uh, not good. It's like, yeah. so maybe do a dark version of it with like Baltimore's side. Yeah. Oh, that'd be interesting. Yeah. That's chances though. People don't like to take chances. Yeah, well, I'll have to see. The most successful do. Because is it <laughs> is it Amazon that's making the Lord of the Rings series yeah. right now? And HBO did a fantastic job with Game of Thrones, so Netflix should be trying to bring in something in that realm to compete. We got Just Wheel of Time in, in development right now. Yeah. Are you scared from to see something from them? I know I'm a little worried because some of the the best episodes were not done by them, but they did bring us the first season. So it's it's I think they might be a little bit too big for their britches anymore. I'm thinking, are we going to get the same feel of Game of Thrones? Like, am I going to see a bunch of episodes where they talk and then we have one big one and 
I mean, even though I was into it the whole time, but oh, yeah. I don't want to see the all same good layout. Stuff saying, right yeah. there. Like, I would love to see that with that same production quality. See, I just don't want to see the same layout. Yeah. Like, okay, I know what I'm expecting. If they made a saga, and it's pretty much the same layout as Game of Thrones. Yeah, but when you read Saga, it's that layout. Like, when you yeah. read Saga, sometimes yeah, it's a so. thing about how she's trying to be a wrestler, and he's trying to be a stay-at-home dad or whatever it is. Yeah. And the whole time they're being pursued, but nothing really happening. Yeah. Or, like, one of my favorite parts of Saga is the part where they're staying in that one guy's lighthouse. Yeah. yeah. And it's just them kind of, like, telling stories, and it's, like, family yeah. and stuff like that, and then, boom, the prince is there. Yeah. And mm. shit just ramps up all of a sudden. Mm. Yeah. Man, there's, like, prison break and stuff. Like, there's yeah. a lot going on. Yeah. I guess I just pretty much named the same story. It and, is kind of like that. And Game of Thrones, to me, didn't get very, like, rhythmic. It didn't seem to like i couldn't predict it very well some yeah. stuff yeah you can see like well this at some point this has to happen but mm. it was pretty well i mean well, our audience knows we tried to predict it several times and we were yeah. off by a lot every time i i know the our, one of the biggest predictions we made before because we did a pre-game one uh-huh. one of our biggest predictions was uh that john would sacrifice himself mm-hmm. to to like become the new night king yeah and no night king was dead episode three that, spoilers yeah. i guess but yeah yeah that was crazy. Oh, man. I miss that show. I guess I just don't want the same feel. That's all. Yeah. yeah. It'd be cool to see them do something totally different. We'll probably yeah. get that same feel out of Lord of the Rings. Oh, it's Lord of the Rings, though. Yeah. Yeah. I, know, I <laughs> yeah. can't wait. Hopefully, they go, hopefully they go <laughs> a little bit well, You know, whatever. <laughs> all right, guys. Let's get into yeah. our reviews. We're going to start off with The Boys. Okay. This is a show from Amazon Prime. It's actually the first Amazon Prime show I've ever seen. And I'm very impressed with their production quality. It's super good. It's an eight-episode run. It's created by Seth Rogen, Eric Kripke. He does, like, Supernatural and every freaking thing else that has Seth Rogen in it, basically. Um, I mean, I'm talking, like, I was surprised with the list. It's like, okay, obviously you guys are friends. And then Evan Goldberg, who did, uh, my bad. Evan Goldberg's a Supernatural guy. He does everything. Or the uh, super bad. Gotcha. And then this other guy did Supernatural. Uh, I was an idiot and put Superbad as my example for a Seth Rogen movie. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. He is in Superbad, though. He is, yeah. He's, okay. he's a lowly cop that's like not in it much. Just yeah. a better example of it. He did Pineapple Express. Would have been yeah. a better one to do. There you go. Uh, the comic is by Garth Ensign. Now, Garth is the one that did uh, Preacher, so that's a pretty big mm-hmm. comic book series. And it, if you're a fan of Preacher, or if you're familiar with Preacher, also by Seth Rogen, you're familiar with the vibe of this show, where it's bizarre and hardcore and freaking nuts i read the first volume which is like the first four issues or whatever the comic um to try to like see what it's like i almost couldn't get through it because i didn't like the art style i didn't like the writing um art style can totally ruin it too you it, can't get yeah. you can't get immersed into a story if you can't appreciate the the detail and quality of the art and one thing about the the comic book is there were a lot of like close-ups on faces mm-hmm. and it just kind of was like i don't really care about this show mm-hmm. me more of the environment behind yeah. you yeah. while this is going i don't know it just wasn't personally wasn't done very well so we're gonna go full spoilers on this. You guys haven't watched this, right? No. But I'm gonna still spoil it for you, and you still should watch it afterwards, okay? Because okay. this is gonna be the new thing. This is gonna be, and this kind of became big out of nowhere. Uh, so I'm gonna read the first. Here we go with me reading again. I'm the one that puts this shit together. Why do I set this up? <laughs> Good luck. Yeah, the boys are set in a universe where superpowered people are recognized as heroes by the general public, and owned by a powerful corporate corporation called Vought International. In the comic books, it's Vought America. Uh, who ensures that they are properly marketed and monetized. Outside of their heroic personas, most are arrogant and corrupt. The series primarily focused on focuses on two groups, the titular boys, vigilante group seeking uh, to keep corruption, corrupted heroes under control, and the seven, Bot's international uh, premier superhero team. The boys are led by Billy Butcher, who is a 
badass. You guys gotta watch this. <laughs> Billy Butcher, who despises all super superpowered be, uh, people, and Seven, who are led by the egotistical and unstable Homelander, also badass. As the conflict ensues between the two groups, the series also follows new members of each uh, each of the uh, what are, each team. Hugh or Huey Campbell of the boys who joins the vigilantes after his girlfriend is killed by a high-speed collision by the Seven's A-Train, and Annie January, also known as Starlight, I'll be calling her Starlight all the time, of the Seven, a young and hopeful heroine forced to face the truth about the heroes she admires. So, it's, you know, I know we've seen this before where it's like, oh, it's superheroes, but they're not really the good guys. No, this is like the antithesis of this. This is exactly what it'd be like if we had Justice League in our world. Mm -hmm. We would... I own, you know, Superman shirts. Now imagine if Superman was getting a cut of that. Yeah. You know, then Superman would make sure to, you know, that he's selling shirts. Mm -hmm. And so that's what you have. You have you have these two different sides. And what I love is both of these sides have leaders that go too far and are not great people. Yeah. You're rooting for both of them. One's super evil, and that's Superman. And mm -hmm. you know, and then you have one that's like, yeah, pretty much super evil, and that's Billy Butcher. But then they have these new members that you're you're going with and you're like both can relate to each other in a way that you're just you're so sad for everybody and you want the best for everybody and some and there are no real good people even huey kills people kills one guy in particular and then starlight has done things that she regrets and like well yeah she's in the person the person she's probably the most innocent of everybody in the show mm -hmm. to be honest with you uh so i'm gonna go over um the characters real quick and we'll just kind of go down their powers and who they belong to um billy butcher he's the leader of the boys now he's played by carl urban you guys, you guys recognize that name? Mm -hmm. He is the doctor in the newer Star Trek movies. Uh, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, Bones? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Bones, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. I know he's super good in this. Cause you got to think of him good. as like a rugged... He used to be the part yeah. of the CIA. Now he's out on his own. He he's looks kind of like Punisher or Wolverine kind of style, right? Actually, think of Punisher yeah. when you're thinking of this guy, but with a beard. Okay? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, next, we have Huey. Now, in the comic books, what was really cool is the guy who made the comic books, he wanted to make this guy like Simon Pegg. Now, Simon Pegg is from, you know, you know when Nick Frosty does uh, Shaun of the Dead and stuff like that, right? Mm. Uh, so he actually drew him just like it. He wrote a letter asking if it was okay. And Simon Pegg's like, totally cool with it. Yeah. <laughs> and Simon Pegg joined this playing Huey's dad as like a little cameo mm. kind of thing. So it's kind of a cool little, mm. little thing like that. Anthony Starr, or Anthony Starr, I'm sorry, plays Homelander. And now this guy... I don't remember. I don't think I've ever seen him in anything, but he is phenomenal. And what it is is, he plays a uh, this guy who you when you see him, you're like, oh, that's Superman. He's like or Captain America like character because he has like American flag as his cape and everything like that. Mm -hmm. And he is the pinnacle of like everything good. And then he'll turn his back and be like fucking mortals. Like he can't stand anybody not super powered around him. Mm -hmm. And even the people that are around him that are not as powerful as him has no respect for. Yeah. He's super dangerous. Like mm -hmm. it's I haven't seen somebody this straight up evil mm -hmm. in a long time in anything okay. so i'm pretty excited about it see the back well, what is this group first before the you seven think? are they like a bad so think of the of... seven as justice league i mean yeah. so okay. what's great about but this comic book they're paid and controlled by the okay. big corporation right? yeah okay. Okay. so this comic book actually was being made through dc one of their side comic books oh, okay. and then they said they told them no you guys can't keep going because this is superman <laughs> you guys are making <laughs> a train is the flash uh mm -hmm. queen uh maya or whatever she's a wonder woman like they're straight up all copies mm. and so they stopped them and then they went to another company and was able to finish the run okay yeah freaking right. nuts and then so we'll go into uh uh aaron Morardi plays starlight she's just super nice uh dominique mcelliot she plays uh queen mave that's it just Jess, uh jesse t usher plays a train now he's like their flash mm -hmm. and uh we'll go into how it starts off but 
but yeah, so he basically plays their flash. Their flash. Um, on the boys' side, we have this guy named Lanz Alon- uh, Alonzo. That's a tough name. He plays a dude called named Mother's Milk. Okay. Straight up his name, dude. <laughs> and he's crazy. like the big buff, like Luke Cage, but a good guy, no mm. superpowers, right? Nobody on the team has superpowers. Nobody on the boys, I mean. Mm. Uh, and then we have uh, Chance Crawford. He plays the deep. Now he's like their Aquaman. And mm. this guy, oh my God, we're going to be talking so deep on him. Then we have Tommy Capon, who plays Frenchie, who's like the crazy, wily demolition man on the boys team. He's one of my favorite characters. Uh, then we have Karen Fukara. She plays what's called the female. And she's just this woman who they like find out. And they've been injecting her with superhero powers. This compound V, mm-hmm. like in a cage to see like what happens if you give it to an adult. Okay. And yeah. And so she's just kind of like wily in the head. But she's mm-hmm. really, really good. And then uh, the last one I'll mention is Elizabeth. I can't remember her name. Anyways, we'll she plays it. Madeline Stillwell. We'll yeah, so Lizzie plays Madeline Stillwell. Um, and then, yeah, we have Simon Pegg, who's, who's the dad. Nice. Next pitch. All right, so uh, a couple of my favorite parts I just want to mention up. The opening, this thing, whole, the reason Huey hates the, the superheroes is he's got this girlfriend, and they're walking, again, all spoilers. Mm-hmm. They're walking down the street and just like, oh, maybe we'll move in together, stuff like that, and he's holding her hands. And then all of a sudden, it's just like it stops, and she's gone. But then you see, like, blood start to splatter on his face. And what it was is A-Train, the Flash, yeah. runs so fast he runs through her and just shatters her. She's just, she's just vaporized. And he's holding her hand still. Oh, but they're like not connected to anybody. It's messed up. Yeah. And A-Train stops. He takes off his glasses. He's like, I'm sorry, man. I, I, I gotta go. And he just goes. And then like leaves him. And he's just like freaking out. You yeah, know? yeah. And then, of course, these lawyers come in later on and they represent Vought and, you know, the, the Seven and everything like that. And they're like, well... You know, he, he apologizes, but here's some money, $45,000, and why don't you not talk about this anymore? And he's like, no, I this. I want to talk mm-hmm. to I want to talk to, I want to see him. I want him to actually say sorry to me. Yeah. And so, so he's all upset about this. And then you have Billy Butcher, who's out to get the seven down. And well, we learn why later on. Uh, and he's like, well, why don't you help me? And, and then they become, he ends up joining the boys. Mm-hmm. So you have the boys. And the reason that they're trying, they were a CIA agent. Now they're just kind of rogue. The reason they're hunting them down is because they're led by Billy Butcher and uh, Billy, he's, you know, this is all very mature content. First, I want to throw that out there. But Billy's wife supposedly was raped by Homelander, basically Superman. Mm. And she committed suicide, is what he understands. And we learn later on, again, spoilers, but she got pregnant. And she was pregnant with Superman's baby. And a baby don't control nothing. So he's got, like, you can see, like, laser eyes forming. Uh, inside of her. Well, yeah, they're, like, inside of her. And so... Uh, so then we we further find out that she gave birth to this thing, and you know, and, and Stillwell's explaining this, and Homelander doesn't even know about this. Homelander knows about the everything else, but that doesn't know about the baby part because they told him you can't have kids, and the reason behind that is because they don't want him to love anything else except for the company. Yeah. Because. Yeah. So so yeah so on that side you have that group that's hunting him down, and we'll just go with that, and then they find out that there's this compound V that is what is injected to babies to create the superpowers. This whole thing was actually just a chemical, Experiment. not mm-hmm. actually like naturally born powers. Um, and so, and so now they're, they're trying to, and they and the overarching plan of Vought, the, the company that owns this team is to make it to where they're part of the military and they're fighting terrorists. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of the overarching thing. And everybody's got their own plans. My, one of my favorite parts about this thing. Uh, so in the, in, in the process of doing this, they, there's this plane that's going to Europe and it's like about to crash over the ocean. And this is one of my favorite moments too. Probably actually my favorite moment the whole thing. So they send, they, you know, uh, the, the planes are being scrambled. They go try to, you know, do what they can, you know, whatever. 
Well, Stillwell tells Homelander, like, hey, if you guys can go save this thing, they're over international waters. We're not supposed to leave America, but over international waters, we should be safe. Go save this plane, then that we have a reason to join the military. So he goes up there. Guys, it's fucked up. So he's up there, and they're like, they start to, they, they kill all terrorists. And what's funny about this, and you don't think about it when you're watching, when you're reading comic, uh, Superman comics, Superman doesn't use his laser eyes much. Because they're just kill mode. I mean, yeah. the, you know, yeah. you, you'll use it to break up and stuff. But if you were to use it to, to actually stop people, you'd be murdering them left and right. Yeah. Homelander uses his eyes more than his strength. And it's just like, when they, they're so good about... Just, so it's like Tony Stark's little laser beam trick he does where it just cuts everything around him down, right? Yeah, but he's just like, Phew! like, 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 because he doesn't think of people as normal or cares yeah. about him. So he'll just like mow them down real fast. And it's just like, it's visceral to see how fast he doesn't care about people. Yeah. In the process, he goes, he finds his terror still in the pilot's cockpit, kills him, and destroys the, the cockpit in the same, so the plane's gonna go down. Mm. Well, then so he he's tells. He's just really sloppy at his job. He's so yeah. careless, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they tell Queen Maeve, and he's like, hey, we got to go. We can't save this plane now. It's going down. I just fucked it up. And and she's like, no, we have to save these people. She is right on the brink. Everybody's characters are so deep. Mm. She's like, no, we still gotta be heroes. He's like, no, there's nothing we can do. She's like, can't you like lift the plane? He's like, what am I supposed to lift up on? I have to have the ground to lift up. I can't like just fly up. Yeah. She's like, well, can't you hit it on the side? I'm like, no, puncture the thing. I'll really destroy it. Like he's he's got all kinds of reasons. Like, no. He's finding excuses to not. Well, okay. and what's funny is she's trying to find almost excuses. Like we can do this still. And he's yeah. just like, no, makes sense. These she's, people are dead. We can't do anything. To him, <laughs> she's being naive and he's exactly. being practical. Yeah, yeah why, stop being childish. It's exactly that. Yeah. And so she's, she then takes his mom and her daughter and like, just, we can carry these two out. And he's like, no, no witnesses. Yeah, they can't we know can't what happened. Them, yeah. God. So then they leave him behind and they're just floating there and just plane crash and just done. And guys, it's so crazy. So so then like, oh, well, then, you know, you, you can't use that to try to get them into the military because it didn't work out. But then Homelander is so much smarter than they make him out to be in the beginning. He's later on, he's like looking at the crash and he's like, you know, the cameras are on him. And he starts to tear up. He's like, if only we were in the military and they got to us and they let us know about this plane problem before anybody else, we could have gotten here and saved them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like, oh my God, he's so he good. So that's the kind of vibe. Like, they're going back and forth on this stuff. Uh, and and the relationships and how they try to evolve and stuff like that are really cool. The last character I really want to kind of shine a light on is um, <laughs> The Deep. You start off hating this dude. And, and again, I would just want to throw out this mature warning over this. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're going to be saying terms that we don't normally say on the show, but we're going to be throwing that out there. So when Starlight, this innocent girl from the middle of the country comes over and like, oh, yeah, I'm happy. And he's like, oh, you know, did you like us when you were kids? Like, yeah, actually, I had a poster of you on the wall. So just think of Aquaman. And he's like, oh, yeah. So then he pulls down his pants and says, you know, this is what you got to do to join the group. And uh, she doesn't want to, but she does eventually because she understands, you know, this is what she has to do, blah, blah, blah. So right away, we hate him, you know. But he's Aquaman, and think of every Aquaman joke you've ever heard in your life. Like, he's always just the worst Justice League member. Nobody cares about him. Oh, yeah, you mm. can talk to fish. And he's is the butt of the jokes. Yeah. Now, what I don't care about care for is in the comic books, he's the only one that didn't do that. Homelander, uh, Black Noir, which is like their Batman, and um, one of the other ones that came Oh, A-Train all did that to her. Yeah. So he's the only one that didn't. So it was like, you guys are already making him the butt of all your jokes. Plus you made him the rapist. Yeah, corrupting it was like, the one good guy yet. Well, not even or, like nobody's good. <laughs> yeah. yeah you know? right. right. But yeah, it's like, it was just too much, but he's well, watching him collapse. Cause then eventually she becomes like, uh, you know, she ends up blowing up in one event and then she becomes like the model of womanhood. And, and she's like, Oh, I was raped by blah, 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 blah. And so then it's kind of like, everybody's like, well, then it has to be this one. They all kind of figured out to the deep. So they're like, okay, well now you're part of Sandusky. You're like the superhero Sandusky. Nobody Mm -hmm. cares. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, one of the great things is he's like, we need to protect dolphins more. 
And so he tries to, and he's, you know, for like Marine World. So he gets a dolphin and he's driving with it in the back of the van. <laughs> and, and the dolphin's like, obviously trying to like come on him. And he's the only one that could talk back. So we're only hearing his side of the conversation. So he's like, don't worry, we're almost at the ocean. And then he's like driving, squeaking in the back. And he's like, we're not supposed to talk about this. Like a really bad time to talk about this. And then like, they go. <laughs> So then, but then, like, eventually, like, he's surrounded by cops, or whatever. He slams it on the brakes. The dolphin flies to the front of the window. <laughs> this show's so dark. And, like, he's, like, watching as the dolphin goes, <laughs> like, I love you, or whatever. Lands on the road, semi comes by, obliterates the dolphin, like, A train to a girlfriend. And it's just such a mess. It sounds it, like a depressing show. It's so yeah. dark. It's so, why do you start show. liking him, though? You don't never like him, oh, but okay. you feel bad for him. Like he okay. he actually even gets raped in, at some point too. Mm. Like Gil raped. It's real weird mm. by a woman. It, mm. Nevertheless, it's real bad. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, it has a good story though. As it as it goes on, uh, I really think that it's something that we could see a lot of future episodes out of a future season out of. I would give this like a real solid B plus. I would have made some changes. I think they made all the correct changes from the comic book except for what happened to the deep. Um. But it was really. I think they're trying to hide Homelander's evilness for like an episode. Mm-hmm. Is why they didn't. Then they actually it was the fin- it was the final part of the la- the first episode. You find out that A Train or uh, Homelander is not Superman. He's evil. Mm. Um, but it's super good. I really suggest you guys watch it. I'd give it a B yeah, plus. I think I'll check it check it out tonight. I, and the thing I was talking to you about is worried about the superhero fatigue because we get mm. a lot of superheroes in what yeah, we do. But this one took such a different approach to them that you felt like this isn't quite the same. Yeah. You know. And only only. Um... The seven are superheroes, right? The boys aren't. The boys aren't. That's one big change they made from the comic books that I think was a good move. Yeah. Is the, in the comic books they inject themselves with this this compound V, so they have super strength. Yeah. It's like man, that changes everything. It's yeah. way cooler it's when like they Bane, right? Yeah, but it's way cooler if you have just like the ragtag like yeah. cool guys that are no superpowers at all. So that probably something that happens in season two. Yeah. But you know, I thought it was way cooler to not have any powers, and then yeah. in the comic books they do. So hmm. yeah. Anyways, check out the deep. Give it a B+. Yeah, plus. Shoot. Bing. All right, Squeaks. We're going to be going next into yours. You're going to be talking about scary stories and telling the dark. Yes. I'm antsy to watch this. So I'm hoping it's good. Yes. Have you seen this? No. John? I've okay. seen the trailers. The trailers. But I'm so, it. basically, this is based off the books back in the day. I never read the books. I don't know if you have. I have them on my shelf right now. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I need them. Um, so, right off the back, it takes off late 60s. So, it goes... From the, the what do you call it? The draft. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, these kids uh, usually get bullied or whatnot, but they play tricks on these other boys. That's all it is. It's classic. It's like a charming 60s feel to it. Like it's funny in the beginning. You laugh. It's kind of cute. But the little down part of it, because they're going back in the days, it's like, okay, I'm just getting like an it, Stranger Things type ordeal with the walkie-talkie. Okay. There was walkie-talkies in it. It's like, okay, whatever. Uh well, later on, they go to this haunted house and they uh, find a book. And I'm just going to keep it short. Find the book and they start reading it. And it's like, oh, wow. Uh, Sarah Bellow, mm-hmm. if I remember right, Sarah Bellow. She's in, it's some Bellow. I'm getting the name wrong. Of the person, pretty much this girl was tortured back in the days. And uh, she was going to let like this conspiracy out with her family and whatnot. But they kind of, uh, what do you call that? Electric, electrocute her? Shock, shock therapy. Like, electroshock yeah. therapy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's it. So then she became all twisted and whatnot and then tried to kill her family through this book. So everything that she'd write in this book would come true. Okay. So when the young kids found this book, they read some of the stories, but then they realized the story sounds like it's about my friend and mm. it's not even happened yet. So mm. when she's reading these stories, she's trying to get in contact with the friends like, hey, when you do this, um, they don't believe her, obviously. So it's like, hey, we'll prove it. 
you're going to do this in like five seconds, whatever. So then like, holy shit, how do you know this? Are you watching me? And then things start to come. Uh, what I like about it, it's not your typical horror. It's um, Guillermo del Toro had a part of this, right? If I'm reading, what, if it was producing oh, or we, something. I don't know. I, I, I saw his name right? pop up on it. But a lot, each. Oh, you know what? Yeah, because I think he did the practical effects or something like that. Like that, they I were think pushing so. for it's practical really, effects because of him. And when you see it, you can tell it's like, okay, this is from him. Because each story is totally different. Different uh, creatures or villains or ghosts, whatever it wants to be. Um, and that's what I loved about it because it's something new with each person. So, like, say for the first person, this is what got set into the mood right away. It's like, oh, this is not your typical horror. Uh, if you've seen the trailer, you saw like a scarecrow. Scarecrow comes to life, whatnot. Right. So the scarecrow kills one of the like the bully in the in the movie, the first one, the first uh, scenes when we the first scary story. Kills the bully, but then stabs him with a hoe. But then you're like, oh well, he's gonna start bleeding out. No, it starts like hay starts coming out of those holes. What the hell? Yeah, in his in his stomach. So then you're like, oh shit, what the hell is that? And then when he's like running around coughing, he's throwing up hay. So he's slowly becoming the scarecrow. Yeah. So now uh, when he's, you know, all twisted and deformed and whatnot, he is the one hanging now as the new scarecrow. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of hinting that the last scarecrow might have been somebody too. Yeah, could have been. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. Uh, good catch. <laughs> <laughs> but the, uh, but it's, 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 it's insane stories like that. So one of them was real quick where um, the girl was reading the story like, hey, you got to call my friend because you're going to the, there's a toe in your soup. Like, so this guy pulls this uh, stew out of his refrigerator and the mom's like, I didn't make no stew, but whatever. We're on vacation. See you later. And uh, so he pulls out and he's eating it. And then he realized like, holy crap, there's body parts in the stew. T- turns out that there's this monster that's looking for her toe. So now he, she, he's running away from the monster the whole time. And then the monster gets him. So what I do like, is not a very happy ending. It's a semi happy because some okay. of these people that die, they never come back. So, but they lead it open to like, we'll find a way to get him back. So it's PG thirteen. You can feel that really? it's. Wow. I don't want to say like it's a Ghostbumps feel or Goosebumps. Sorry, Ghostbumps. Goosebumps. Yeah. Um, because it's kind of charming like that, but it's definitely dark too when you um run into the character or the monsters. It's kind of spooky, but not like morbid. Yeah, it's definitely not scary. Well, they have the jump scares, so yeah. they try to like pop up at. But it's more, I guess, kind of thrilling. Like you're excited to see what's. Oh, the next story is start happening. How many stories do you think there was in that? Uh, one, two, three. About four, maybe four, but they talk more about other stories that happened before. Oh, okay. But I think you see like a good four. Was there an overarching story that they were trying? Like, was there an, an, an overarching story that had an end, or was it yes. just the start of a trilogy, or was it all short stories, pretty much? Uh, short stories, but you're basically finding out that the the woman that was tortured and whatnot that made this book and would tell little kids stories about this book, there that she was tortured to not release i think there was like some chemical in the water that the family would give water to people i'm trying to remember this all whatever but there's something in the water she kept saying mm-hmm. uh so you find out that really she's a good person and she was trying to get this information oh, out okay so they close out that story but now they got to figure out well how do oh. we get our people back so oh, okay so i'm thinking like is there a way to like solve each story or is it just solving the overarching thing so they were able to rescue one friend not rescue but prevent her from dying but um they were not successful in any other one and okay. that's what i thought was pretty neat kind of ha- kind of sounds like a um final destination yeah that's what i was thinking the yeah, whole time. i guess so yeah, huh? yeah. but it, what they what i liked about it was horror but it was charming at the same time mm-hmm. so like you had some laughs stranger things yeah it's not yeah or like uh yeah. 
uh, retro Black Mirror, right? Like not yeah, you can, not future yeah, tech and stuff like ghosty, that. Yeah, or yeah. Do a horror, yeah. yeah. I guess. Stephen different. King's Black Mirror. Yeah, it really was. Yeah, yeah. Good, and each story was really different. That's what I appreciate about it. It wasn't just the same thing over and over again. Uh, one thing, now if I remember the books real well, like growing up, those were like the. If you're really cool, like Goosebumps, everybody read. Yeah. Everybody had Goosebumps. Everybody had the Goosebumps collections. But there were only three of these other ones, and they were like, okay, but like, these are real scary stories. They're not yeah. like your. They're the big yeah. kid books. Yeah. yeah. And um, I have one of them. I used to have more, but they they were short stories, and they were like, there was no happy ending to these things. They were actually just scary. Like Goosebumps yeah. always have a happy ending. Like, oh, yeah. they get the mask off, or oh, yeah. you know, it's just a game of tag. Yeah. Like, no, they were bad stories. Yeah. That's no. why you don't answer the door to strangers. Yeah. yeah. And these all ended bad. Um, they were just able to help one of their friends out. Um, but that's what I was afraid of in the beginning or in the end of this movie is that, oh, are the friends all going to pop out now? Because they, the girl's fine with, because basically the little girl tells that girl's story. The, mm-hmm. the main little girl in there tells yeah. the girl that was being tortured story and gets it out. So she's like, okay, you can have my book now. Basically is what the ghost was. So now she can her. use the book however she wants? That's kind of how it, lend, or it <laughs> ended up being, but she wants to use the book to save her friends. That's what she says. Uh, It'd be nice to see if she doesn't, though. Right? Oh, shit. I gotta see this. Thing. The trailer uh, looks amazing. No, it's 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 good. I liked it a lot. What um, about uh, like directing wise? I mean, in like shots, was it like pretty good quality? I know they were trying to use a lot of practical effects. Did that feel like it went well? Uh, yeah, um, you could tell with some of the ghosting some of the creatures were practical effects some of them were cgi and one of them at the very end i forgot the name of it because it was kind of like a latin type name but it's basically this guy that could rip off all his body parts and then he puts himself back together and he's like running like a little golem running around trying to kill you um that was all cgi i thought that was a little too out there like okay we kept it kind of steady and now you're gonna have this weird ass creature jumping on cars and running around shit like "Eh, okay whatever yeah um I think so, yeah, because they use a little bit of that old school Stranger Things feel, whatnot, and then they mixed in some of this new technology. Hmm. What would you give it? A, a, uh, a grade or out of a hundred? Out of out of ten, I do eight. Eight. Yeah, I like it very much. Eight yeah. out of ten scarecrows. Yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta do that more often. We used to do that a lot back in the early yeah. days. Uh, all right, I have to check that out. Yeah, I know the trailer. Yeah. <laughs> Life. All right, now we're back. Let's talk about Rocco's Modern Life, mm-hmm. Static Cling. Did you get a chance to watch this yet, Jonathan? It's <laughs> 45 minutes. It. Yeah, and it feels like just a heavy, like maybe like a two-part episode, really. It feels like that. Kinda. Yeah. It was like an actual movie movie, yeah. but it was nice having it back. Now, what did you think of it overall, Squeaks? Squeaks watched it with me. Um, we both watched it. It brought me some joy. Yeah. Because <laughs> when you first, uh, the, the art, they kept the same. Which I appreciate same, that. Yeah. Just maybe a little brighter or whatnot, whatever colors. Um, overall, I don't know. I'm kind of 50-50 on it. 60-40. If it was, yeah. If it's two yeah. different episodes, the first episode, mm-hmm. 10 out of 10. Oh, man. Second episode, yeah. 5 out of 10. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the uh, first half of the show, you just got the feels. I, like I told you before, I was smiling on it. I was yeah. like, oh my God, this is real. <laughs> and then just, because he comes back 20 years later. Yeah. Uh, and it was just funny to see... Hefner, Rocco, and Philbert, 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 yeah. Philbert, just living like nowadays where there was a scene with the phones where they're like, oh, I got the new phone. Well, I got the newer phone. And then the new phone, newer phone than that just came yeah. out. So, um, and then gluten free stuff, I think was the thing with yeah. shakes and, and have, <laughs> it was funny. They have the drones. Everybody's yeah. Got drones. drones. drones for everything. Got drones. So, so let me kind of, we'll go, we'll do some spoilers. It's okay. 45 minutes. Yeah. It feels like just a regular episode. Yeah. So I don't think it's like so spoilery. Yeah. 
But generally, the idea is that in the last episode of Rocco's Modern Life, they got shot in a space, like a rocket went into the house and brought them into space. Yeah. So they actually pick up straight up from the show, yeah. which was really cool. And then they've just been in space. Nobody aged, apparently. It's been 20 years. And they keep watching the same tapes over yeah. and over again of Fatheads. <laughs> Fatheads is basically an analog for Rocco's Modern Life within Rocco's Modern Life. Um, they keep watching it over again. They found out a way to get back to Earth. We don't have to go into details because it's classic Rockos. We're super yeah. silly. There's a button, yeah. basically. They get back to Earth and it's 20 years later and everybody's like, oh, we've missed you for 20 years. Nobody else has aged. Yeah. Nothing's aged. <laughs> yeah. Just technology no. advanced. Yeah. Just, yeah. Just a city. In just the technology did, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, as soon as they land there, uh, Rocco says, fellas, I don't think we're in the 90s anymore, which is kind of like a, that's cute. Yeah. <laughs> I'd give anything to go back to the 90s. Oh, man. <laughs> Perfect times. Um. And then, yeah, they go through all, like, the typical, like, consumer stuff of today. So, you had the, yeah. the phones and everything like that. It was really cool. And I really like how Philbert became, like, a vlogger. Yeah. He was yeah, yeah vlog- So, he's videotaping himself. Everything's in. It felt, especially the first half, just felt like an episode of Rocco's Modern Life. Mm-hmm. It, was a, it was a trip because it was just, like, yeah. it feels like this could have been made right after the other ones. Like, it was nothing yeah. else. Same sound design. Everything was exact same. Yeah. Animation was just crisper, but it wasn't different. Yeah. yeah. And that's even a part of the episode, too. So um, when they get back, of course, they've been watching these fatheads the whole time on TV. So when they get back, to like, we want to watch fatheads and it's not on anymore because yeah. it's 20 years later. It's got canceled. They don't even do the reruns anymore. Yeah. So uh, we find out that Mr. Bighead, which was a neighbor, yeah. you know, has them on tape or something. Yeah. Well, no, he works for the company that makes them. Yeah. But his life has been great without Rocco. Yeah. <laughs> Company's doing well. Yeah. Right. Uh, and then as soon as Rock goes back, it's funny how it kind of coincides that all of a sudden, like, the company falls apart. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Rocco, it comes out basically like, hey, if you guys bring back big heads, you'll be, or fat heads, it's hard because it's two different things. If you bring up fat, fat heads, you can save the company and the town because we're all based around this company. And the guy that made fat heads is big head's son. Son, yeah. What was it? Ralph? Ralph. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's Ralph. They go out and try to find him using drones and a couch. So they tied a couch to a drone. I'm going to try it later on, see if it works. <laughs> uh, they find Ralph. Now, this is where we basically split it up into two different things. Now, yeah. before this, a fun Rocco, nothing else. Now, I'm not saying what happens is bad at all. Yeah, no. Totally same. embrace it. All of us do. Yeah. Totally cool. That We just felt like, why are you trying to shove morals down Rocco? Yeah. Because there's other shirt cartoons for that. There's other cartoons that are like more high ground. Like, can I give an example here? What do you think? Like uh, A cartoon that's kind of... Like, that like, kind of teaches you a lesson the whole time. Gargoyles? Yeah, it's I, been a while. We, honestly, John, I was gonna. We we mentioned gargles like in every episode. Yeah, cool. <laughs> I mean, maybe they'll get the hint. I don't know. Yeah, man, some cartoons. I don't really watch those cartoons now. But you know, what I'm saying like yeah. every cartoon kind of. Yeah. There's a lot. Well, not everyone, but there's a lot of them. Do that. And then there's some that are just nonsense, like a SpongeBob. Yeah. Which generally don't have to teach oh, you. Avatar. Totally, Avatar teaches you yeah, lessons and everything like that. Yeah. yeah. Stuff. So you don't expect it in your Rockets Modern Life because it's supposed to be no. like yeah exactly that's a good point. <laughs> it's like cat dog doesn't need a uh, you know. Yeah. So. But then what we find out is Ralph, he left the family to go kind of find himself. And now Ralph is Rachel. Mm. He's transitioned into Rachel and he's living his life. He's living mm. his true life now. So he's happy. She is. She is living. Thank you. Is living his true <laughs> life. Good catch. And, um, and isn't ready to come back. Well, then Rocco gets him and saying, like, you need to save the, the, your family's house. Mm. That's where you're, where, you, where you grew up. And so she decides to go with him. And, and when he gets there, Big Head won't accept her. And it's like, man, this is like really deep stuff for a rock yeah. modern yeah. life. Like, but it is it is making the show very modern, right? 
very modern life. That's true. Like like legit problems that people are having these days. The thing is, they just didn't used to do problems. It was weird. I don't think they did. I don't remember. Though. I think they just trying to adapt to society with. I think back in the days it was like pagers and kind of things like yeah. like that. The little stuff. I don't remember it ever being. Um, we didn't. I don't think we had such complicated issues back in the day. Yeah. Maybe that's what There's it is. Too much yeah. communicate. Like now that we have the internet and everybody's talking about everything and stuff like that, people just and we're too spoiled in the way we're we're, yeah. we're able to live so comfortably now that our problem isn't like i don't have running water in my house or my electric got cut off or something like that now it's like my phone battery only lasts 18 hours instead of the 24 like it used to I hate when that or my toilet paper's <laughs> not soft enough or something yeah yeah or complaining about social issues like you know gender change and stuff yeah yeah it was just kind of weird because it was in this it, it was just yeah in a world where every fucking show we watch it has to have something like that it's like man i just want to get away from all this man. but but with the rocker though it was like well as soon as that happened it felt like a whole 180 with the show it felt like a different show oh. yeah. that's the thing is if you felt like you were watching rocco from the 90s yeah and then all of a sudden you're like whoa hard stop yeah and it's a whole new show it's a whole different show so maybe they should have waited a few episodes to start doing that transition yeah and, and i don't you or know, just give me Rocco like it was in the first yeah. half, to be honest. And, and, just well, live and in also, this, world this is nowadays. a special, so really, what are we expecting? It could be something different because it was a special. Yeah. So it's one of those things where it's like, so anyway, we'll just continue the story real quick. Yeah. We'll wrap things up. Um. So yeah, Big Ed won't accept uh, his new son or daughter, and um, and Rachel decides, okay, I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna leave town then. And when Rachel's, she's, she's finally like, ah, I still love my family. And what's really cool is this whole time the side story is that they're gonna make Big Heads themselves. Fathead, thank you. Yeah, uh, and but they're gonna show. what's yeah, that? That show. That yeah. Was, no. So but then they're gonna digitally animate it, and it's, like, and it's just garbage. It's <laughs> yeah. just crap. Yeah. Which is cool because the whole time you're watching Rocco, and it's in the classic animation, so yeah. it's like that's cool. But then uh, Rachel decides she's gonna go ahead and do this, like anyways, yeah. make Fatheads the right way, and she has like an actual animator studio, like she folds out the desk mm-hmm. and just starts mm-hmm. drawing on the cells. It's really cool, yeah. and doing the old school stuff, and she saves, she brings it back, saves everything. And meanwhile. Uh, Rocco, who's been trying to bring the show back, and Big Head, who's not accepting his his daughter, it, are both realizing that they need to change. And there's like the winds of change. Yeah, there's this thing where this this cloud wants, but oh, you need to just accept the change, like kind of forcing you. Oh, enough. Yeah, it was pushing you. It was it was kind of like a God. Wow, how would it you was pretty it? much like you're screaming as a viewer. You're telling me if I can't accept something, then That's I'm true. I'm wrong. So it was yeah. more like your conscience, right? No, it was just something no, like, it, know, was, it wasn't that. It was almost <laughs> like, so this is what it felt like to me when I was watching it. So, because the part of that story that I'm relating to is the guy who wants his old show back. I was actually re- yeah. relating to Rocco, right? Yeah. I think we all are really yeah. for watching Rocco's yeah. Modern Life in 2019. <laughs> um, and, and they were telling you like, look, you guys have to accept change. Rocco's gone type of thing like that. And that's what it felt like they were telling me. And it was like, Oh, I see. I see. So yeah, the gender change is just like your show is now changed. Rocco is not but, the well, old Rocco. The thing is, is the other story was in there too. The Rocco yeah. story was still there. Yeah. So, but so they were shoving both of them together, basically saying you guys have to accept change. Gosh. So anyways, uh, and then we get to the point where, you know, uh, yeah, Rachel goes back, saves, save, saves the town, saves everything. Great show. Um, in the new show, though, the family gets a baby and it's a little different. Rocco doesn't accept it. Yeah, so then he does it. one more step where he's trying to say, like, no, it's still not the same. And Big Head says, no, we have to accept change. Follow yeah. us as we accept so change. So flip-flop, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and pulls him in the name. Everything's happy and go lucky after that. Uh, I just think that it was it was just weird that they had to make the change. But I really liked it 
up until that point, and even with it, I really liked it. It was just that's the thing is is we complained, but I mean I, we liked it. It was still yeah, a good show either yeah, way. Yeah. But it was just that it was that hard of a that big of a change. Even the yeah. reveal, like they even like revealed it trying to make it like yeah. Here we go. Like yeah. it was a reveal of the big deal. Mm-hmm. They they probably they probably know they have to shift gears quickly because they don't have a lot of exposure. You know, it's it's a they got one shot to to get to their point. But it sounds like that if if they were taking like three or four episodes to get to that transition, it would have been a lot more comfortable for you guys. If they knew that, hey, this is going to get sold no matter what, this is going to get bought, and we're going to be able to air, you know, 50 episodes before we have to consider, you know, uh, re-upping or whatever, getting more funding, then they could have taken the time. But it sounds like they needed to do not just bringing back their 90s show, but whatever they're going to be airing long term for for people because the thing is are they doing long term though what's yeah. the plan so it, this, this was like, just a one movie ordeal the, right. they, I mean I would imagine they're trying to bring it back because the audience has been saying for years we right. want our 90s show back but I'm sure the producers are like hey your 90s show just won't sell like it used to in the 90s we need to bring back your 90s show with a modern twist like Stranger yeah. Things has been so successful with so like, yeah. so far uh, Murray the guy that made the show has only been approached to do this one thing oh, okay. mm. but I can see what you're saying is like this is what we will do in the future if we bring back Rocco's Modern Life. It will be these kind of stories. Yeah. Fantastic. As mm-hmm. long as I get more Rocco, I don't care. And yeah. it's really good to share these stories. Um, it was just so jarring because we weren't ready for it in this. But if that's what you're saying, then that makes a lot of sense. I actually really like that idea yeah. of like, yeah. hey, this is what new new Rocco is. Mm-hmm. That's This is Rocco's Modern Life, which would make a lot of sense. I actually really like that idea. So this yeah. whole concept brings me to a really cool idea. Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody has enough money to do it. But if you were to bring in the same exact way Seinfeld back, wouldn't that yeah. be so the cool? The only person with enough money to do that is Jerry Seinfeld. Seinfeld. Yeah, <laughs> like Seinfeld. that would be that'd be awesome. Imagine them dealing with modern politics, modern technology, and maybe they live in a little God, bit different so areas good. or something like that. But you know, Seinfeld. I mean, he'd be at the point. Oh yeah, my show was a huge success. This one that he was trying for so long, yeah. and now he's wealthy and doesn't really hang out with some of his friends as much. And you know, whatever. Maybe Kramer's turned homeless, or you know, yeah, yeah. everything's changed. Couple Before. things about Jerry Seinfeld. First off, he has a really good show, Comedians in the Car- in Cars. Yeah. Getting oh, yeah. Have you seen yeah. that before? Yeah. yeah. Second thing, he has not aged well politically. Oh, really? He's very old school. Oh. The oh. the actually gender dynamics, he has a hard time embracing. Hey, that played good on TV though. He even he's even come out and said like you can't do college towns, like you can't go do comedy at college towns. He's told friends that. Yeah, that's actually a lot of comedians say that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. That'd be tough for him to. Well, so he may, would... maybe actually him with like his own kid and trying to like. Grow uh, with yeah. him would be really good. Yeah, you'd have to play on that dynamic. He's, what, in his 60s now, isn't he? God, I'm old if he's in his 60s, but I think you're right. Yeah, but so you'd have to, you know, lean on that a lot with them. I mean, I'm sure some of them would be totally into the new technology and stuff like that, but Jerry could be the standout who's just like, you know, That'd not funny, not yeah. trying to get up to date and stuck in his stubborn old ways. I would like, to, I like the idea of like Elaine being like super overly techy and stuff yeah. like that, like Women's March, but she's like overly a poser and stuff. That'd be really funny. <laughs> Yeah. Do you think these will be successful though? So like, you know, Rocca and you're talking about Jerry Seinfeld, you come back, well, you're only really focusing on one. They're doing different things because they're trying to grab more people, but who's the first people that are going to watch this? Rocca's Modern Life fans. Like yeah. fucking kids don't know that shit nowadays. Yeah. So if you bring back Jerry Seinfeld, who is the person that's the first group you're going to get is huge. Jerry Seinfeld fans. Yeah. yeah. So, but that's like most of America, but will bringing, will bringing, <laughs> modern days new ideas into old fans or whatever I, piss people yeah. off to veer like i don't want to watch this shit no more 
or maybe bring new people. I think I one know. of the problems is you're you aren't entertained the same way you were yeah. twenty years ago. Yeah. We've all changed, we've evolved with the world around us, so yeah. the entertainment has to change with us. True. I, like we I like mean, Rugrats when I watch the, Family Guy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you go watch season one episodes of Family Guy, you're just like what the heck is this? Yeah. That show was so Even, much better back then. But yeah. But yeah. Or yeah, I don't want to, yeah, Any yeah, of these shows, yeah. they've all changed. <laughs> Simpsons is, is actually a lot better now, but I mean, everything... It's uh, so funny. I love Simpsons the, now. A lot of fans uh, disagree with that 100%. Yeah. Oh, wow. But yeah. Mm. All they of think our entertainment had, to, had to grow with this, though. So. Mm. That's, yeah, so um, I think so. I think Rocco w- would... It would be a harder transition because they were going from a format that never existed to a format that exists now. Mm-hmm. So still, uh, you know, telling lessons the whole time that didn't exist in Rocco before, but now they're trying to make Rocco th- about that yep. now. Mm-hmm. But I think it would still do well yep. because I think, I think we're a little bit different viewers. Like you're saying, yeah. yeah. Seinfeld. Now that actually did tackle at that time, relevant issues. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was, it actually is perfect for the situation. Same thing with like, we've talked about it before. Everybody loves Raymond. Yeah. That would be perfect for now because you're just doing the same formula again. You're telling stories Again, it would be really, you know, yeah. of what's going on today with, you know, just a family living in that. Yeah. Jerry t- trying to raise his kid and, you know, because it was just dropped off at his doorstep or something like that. It'd be really good if he's still single and trying to <laughs> mingle, and, you know, and it's not working out well. Yeah. George. Oh, my God. George could be a family man who's just trying to escape his yeah. his wife and kids. Like three, three kids, <laughs> an older teenage daughter or something like that. That's just the bane of his existence. Yeah. <laughs> <It'd be laughs> and a wife that's always nagging him or something like yeah. that. So he's going to Jerry's apartment to, like, get away from him. <laughs> Oh, that'd be really good. Kramer's still got to be like Kramer scheming a bachelor. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) my favorite, one of my favorite Jerry or uh, Kramer moments is when he has his own talk show in his apartment. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's like uh, (laughs) like he has people come on. Yeah, because he has like a whole full set. Yeah, he has a full set. He puts it in, and then he even like Jerry. I don't know if he's like cheating on his girlfriend at the time or whatever, because he has a different girlfriend every episode. Mm -hmm. And then he's like, "Well, let's bring in your girlfriend." Da da da. (laughs) Girlfriend, come on to talk about it. Because Jerry Springer. By the way, Jerry Seinfeld, sixty-five years old. Man, I know. I'm I'm old. He'd have grandkids on the show. Actually, that'd be cool. Yeah, that would be cool. I'm down. All right, guys. Uh, anything else you guys want to get in on this episode before we finish things up? No. Anyway. We covered a lot. What would you give? Oh, real quick. Grade Rocco's bottom Rocco? Um, six. Six Wombats out of ten? <laughs> Damn, that's good. Six Wombats. <laughs> what would you give it? I, honestly, it I felt almost so good to see. I'm, I'm going to go seven. Okay. Plus. It was just so good to have Rocco back. Yeah. Seven I'm in happy. a tail. If we I could do the halves, I would do up. six and a half. I would go up a half. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We got... We got uh, yeah, Vader Zim's the next kind of treat coming back. I'm yeah. excited for that. So, just the same animation again, man. They got me. All right, guys. We will see you all next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us on the Geek Freaks Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Geek Freaks Pod. We're also on Facebook, Instagram. You can email us. We have our Patreon and a store. All those links are in the description. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you guys next week.